Welcome to the Broken Sun. not have as much stress as i do yeah that would be great can i take a downtime action really quick (laughs) (laughs) emergency downtime you can they will shoot you but you can (laughs) i need a nap really quick i I didn't mean to jump out of there i shouldn't have done that okay mave let's say you've completed one of your refueling tasks at this point um is there something you would like to do can i hold more than one uh like transformation at the same time uh you can the the more you hold the more difficult it is we have seen mave as of the finale hold was it two separate forms you had the spider yeah. core thing going on so i think that's probably where mave's current limit without taking extra stress would be it would be a two form hybrid at this point okay and that's what i was going for uh i think i would like to tack on that uh that beetle that has like the acid artillery yeah a bombardier beetle yeah Awesome. Okay. So there's uh that transformation. Let's see here. You've you've eaten something, so uh, I won't make you roll for that at this point. <laughs> Does anyone have a hard exit coming up? I just want to check because we're past our usual running time here. No, I don't. I am devoted utterly. Okay. I'm good. So the bombardier beetle, uh what is it where does it fire that from? Is it from oh it's from the back. Of course it is. Thank God it's not your mouth. Oh my God. It fire. Oh, it fires it between it its legs. No, it's got a little stinger and it puts its little legs up and it curls the stinger underneath and fires it from beneath as if it were, y- you know, <laughs> what Matt urinating. My Ew. goodness. <laughs> well, we'll leave that to the, um, expressive imaginations of our listeners. So any that happens. <laughs> I mean, I'll go for throat. I was picturing like a spitter from left for dead too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right so you manifest this in your like gullet in your mouth then, i guess yeah in your gullet it's like a big uh, like frog like yeah for some reason that bothers me less than the idea of you having a stinger i don't know why yeah i don't i don't know i think this is probably scrap unless there's something else you hope to accomplish with it no it's scrap i'm just gonna try to uh, artillery the uh the dude setting up his artillery because my artillery's better. Okay. Uh, the distance is fairly long. Is this something you've practiced with before? Yes. Yeah. I was, if I if I know the beetle form, it's probably something I've practiced since my bow and arrow was my go-to before I could spit acid. Okay. So this is a long distance that you're firing it. I'm going to say you're still in a desperate position uh, because of the people firing guns at you. This will be limited effect to start with because it's a very long distance that you're spitting acid. But it looks sick. Are you all... be very cool. Can I use a gambit to increase the effect? Or is that just an extra die? Gambit is just an extra die unless you have a feature that says you can push yourself with a gambit. I do not. Yeah, it's just an extra die. Okay. Push yourself is for 
you can use push yourself for greater effect. That's my stress. Yeah, I think I'll do greater effect. I don't want him setting that thing up. Okay. And we're desperate. You're going to push yourself. You're desperate. You can still use a gambit if you're... I, wait, can you? Sorry, I always forget this. Yeah, you can you can spend a gambit and push yourself. Those are both allowed. There are three um, gambits remaining. So yeah, you all cool with me using a gambit? Go right ahead. That's why we rolled so well before. So we could do this. SF4. The math is evening out. We're on the other side yeah. of the bell curve now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the uh, the acid that you fire from your gullet sprays out across uh, the feel like the impound lot, and it does like spray uh, stone. So I'm going to advance stone's clock by one tick. I have a separate clock for stone here. Uh, so you have slowed down Stone's setup, but uh, in response, uh, Hardman sees you doing that and starts to get up off his duff and is firing back at you. Um, there's a distance and angle issue here as well. Hardman has just been pretty thoroughly had his uh, jimmies wrestled by the arrival of Emrin. So uh, I think that's a level one harm uh, winged that you're going to take from uh, a few bullets glancing off around you. Hmm. So has uh, Keva completed pro- the techno process now? I think Keva has discovered at this point that this tank does have an extremely limited personality <gasps> in it. So I think if you want to attune to it, this is like even less so than the Express. It's like where the Express has maybe the personality and intelligence level of, you know, like a, a an intelligent bird. Mm-hmm. This is sort of like, I don't know, like an Ibo. It can understand and respond to very basic commands and seems to have some desires. The desires include roll and crush. I was going to say f- a fish, but that works too. Yeah, maybe fish-like, sure. Because fish are like, you can technically teach them behaviors. You can't, actually, you cannot teach a lizard behaviors, but I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, lizards don't care. They regrow limbs. They don't need you humies. They have no need of your gods. Uh, People are firing bullets up here still, so your position remains desperate. Because you have experience dealing with this type of level of intelligence, at least, I think that your uh, effects will be great. Or probably a tune is the most logical move here. Okay. Oh, I was... Am I going to tune? Let's see if that's a tune. Yeah, that's a tune. So I got a four. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you speak into the... Well, not speak. You As the same way you communicate with the Express, you mm-hmm. nudge the tank towards uh, its crush-destroy urge and try to direct that towards the uh, the trio out there. The closest one to the tank is stone. Mm-hmm. So the tank attempts to fire on stone. Uh, Unfortunately, it is very difficult for the tank to get a good angle on that. So as it fires, the... uh, I know, buddy. It makes a baby noise. (laughs) In Keva's head. (laughs) Like the tank is a baby. Exactly. I need to think about the implications of that. (laughs) They're They're all children. Friends to Keva. Uh, so the explosive shell detonates in the ground, maybe five or six feet away from stone. Stone is uh, flung backwards, so I'll add another tick to stone's clock. Yay. 
they're definitely not he's definitely not going to be setting up his uh his sniper rifle uh this at this moment uh but the debris from that flies off in a variety of different directions and uh i think some of it is going to give emrin a level one harm let's see level one harm i don't know bonked what's a what's a good word for this (laughs) debris is smashing into emrin's face Bonked, you know, clearly met. Come yeah, on. Bonked. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Bonked. Yeah. That's right. Bonked. How does armor work? It's a perfectly tick, good word, Lawrence. You tick both <laughs> boxes for one armor? Yeah. All right. Well, tell you what. That's what I'll do. Okay. Just imagine like this piece of shrapnel sticking out of like part of this armor. I'm usually covered in debris. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the debris glances off your shield and uh, spirals off and slams quivering into the wall behind you instead and sort of like a uh, moment <laughs> i nearly died <laughs> i say i say that two section blue yeah, kevin doesn't know this though because she's not looking <laughs> kevin's not looking yeah no she's still like crouched down uh hardman looks over and sees this happen and he calls gunner are you okay and stone is picking himself up and dusting himself off he says I'm fine, Dick. Just continue destroying this man. I remember a tweet from earlier today. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. That's right. Everything in life is better now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Hardman stands up now and uh, is using his submachine gun and is starting to... uh, He's reloading it. Uh, He finds that he doesn't have a clip. So he looks over to Manson and says... Guy, I need a clip or magazine. People will get angry at me if I use the wrong term here. And uh, Guy Manson yeah. immediately flicks over uh, a reload. So they're reloading at the moment. Emran, you have a second here to deal with Guy Manson and Dick Hardman. <sighs> Do a barrel roll. They're dealing with me right now with those names. <laughs> oh boy. Um, tell you what I do. This might surprise you. Mm-hmm. But uh, I run it Dick Hardman and Guy Manson and smack them with the flat of my blade until they're quiet. Okay. While they're reloading. Let's see how their hand-to-hand is. CQC. Okay. Fisticuffs. CQC. Turn, them into, <laughs> turn them into quiet and then we'll all be ashamed of our words and deeds. <laughs> yep. Just like the nursery school, right? <laughs> okay. I think uh, your effect here because you're considerably larger than these two and they have never dealt with somebody with a big sword in their lives. They mostly deal with civilians and people with like a taser. Civilian. Yeah. Emran eats tasers. Yeah, you're you're eight feet tall, armored with a shield and a sword as big as as big as Dick Hardman. Mm-hmm. Um so you're the Highlander. You're still in a uh, desperate position here, but I think your effect will be great. It's a five. It's a five. Okay, your blade slams into them. Advance this clock. It sends both of them flying. Uh, again, Hardman is the less agile one. He just ragdolls several feet across the uh, across the impound lot, and it's going to. Like, um, whereas uh, Manson is able to not gracefully this time, but is able to by flailing his arms manage to land. Uh, on his on his feet and continues to skid backwards as he does so. Uh, his grin widens as he can as he completes his reload and uh, 
begins lining up his shot on you. And he says, I gotta say, I'm having a wonderful time, kid. I spit out blood for some reason. <laughs> spit out, like, your gum. I spit out gum, boy. <laughs> gum boy. I got some, got some commemorative gum boy merch while we were in the costume shop. Challenge him to a satchel folk fight. <laughs> I might do better than that. Dance off, you, me. Oh, we're dancing already. I see you want to be the very best. <laughs> <laughs> Is his name Gary instead of Guy? Uh, it's Guy Manson. Tell Guy Manson. Just to, just to clear this up. Look, these three have a lot of testosterone. What can I say? It's yeah. supposed to be like Guy Manson, right? That would be explaining the joke. I'm, I'm just making sure. Sorry, I have to explain <laughs> jokes sometimes. Yeah. Guy Manson, Dick Hardman, and Gunner Stone. <laughs> Is it Gunner or Gunner? Gunner. Okay. Where's Where's Terry when you need him? Sleeping. Uh, they are presumably locked up inside themselves. Sorry, I meant Tully. Oh, you know, the camera briefly cuts over to Space. Space. <laughs> <laughs> A7 is chilling. Yeah. You remember. I know. It. Cut to a graveyard. That, that's in the What If series of Broken Stone. <laughs> Cut to a man bleeding out in the snow. <laughs> a bunch of Cyrillic characters show up on screen eight months ago. And it's like, what's happening? Um, I'll whip stuff. the door because, uh, I don't want to dip and leave Keva when those guards come in. Oh my okay. god. The door is thusly webbed. Um, I'm going to, let's see, start a clock called Free Probable Cause. And I yeah. think all three of you have different ways you can work towards filling this clock. Hmm. So since Keva has communicated with the tank, does it now just have its marching orders? Can she leave? If you don't give the tank any more commands, it's basically just going to keep firing at that spot. <laughs> Suppressing fire. Hmm. Do I want Keva to jump down and keep on talking to it? Uh, but Keva's a little squishy. Oh, she's not squishy, but Okay, I'm going to advance this because you already accessed the systems to start disconnecting it, so I'll advance that by one. Yeah. Gosh, we haven't talked about how long Keva's hair can extend, have we? I mean, it's filled a, it's filled a room before. Yeah, so could Keva feasibly extend it all the way out the window to the probable cause? Like a zip line? No, more like... I yes, want, like I a zipline. Well, that would be cool, but just like a really long extender cable so she could just be like, hey, Terry, hi. Um, but no, that'd be, we could do zipline. I was thinking that she would go down like Rapunzel, but yeah, Rapunzel. Yeah, I think either one line. of those is, uh, is perfectly acceptable. They are fairly focused on Emrin and Maeve at the moment. So, because uh, Maeve is shooting acid, and Emrin yeah. has that sword. Keva so, is yeah. Keva is the least of their worries right now. Um. So, so yeah, I think. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to figure out what the heck that would be for doing the hair zip line. I guess another helm. Probably a scramble. Okay. 
I can say, yeah, scramble. Is this, this is still risky. The position that you are all in remains, nothing has alleviated that as yet. Okay, it's still desperate. Okay, good. Um, And then standard? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You're getting lots of experience tonight, though, all of you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look at you. It's only a four, but I get to mark experience. A success is a okay. success. So uh, you zip your way over to Terry, mm-hmm. uh, to the probable cause, and uh, you are able to start making contact. You're like, oh, hey, Terry. Um, <laughs> and there is immediate feedback, uh, like a defensive system is set into place. So you'll yeah. take the uh, level one harm shocked. Oh, Come on, Terry. Terry doesn't know you. (laughs) You're dangerous. (laughs) Get out of my head. I just wonder what Terry thinks of this. Like, this weird person comes and touches them with this weird hair. It's like, hey, Terry. It's like if you were sitting in a cell and then a Viking started fighting some uh, cops (laughs) (laughs) while a spider lady shot acid from a balcony and then some other girl tried to spider person plug her hair into your brain. It's like he's having a they're having a bad trip. Terry must think that Yeah, exactly. I was about to say like they are freaking out right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But hey, Kevin made it over there. I I imagine that she ziplined into partial cover at least. It was super stylish. Yeah. I in my head, you're sort of plastered to the side of like a <laughs> top of the of the sphere there, like one of those Garfield dolls, like you're hugging all four it. limbs out. <laughs> Because it's your friend. <laughs> You're hugging Terry. <laughs> yes. Friend. Friend means hug. Oh, hug. <laughs> so I'm going to take another onto free PC here. And you hear a voice uh, speaking back to you after the initial shock and says, Who are you? Um, my name is Keva, and I was me and my friends were sent here to rescue you. I've never heard of a Keva before. Who do you work with? Um, well, I'm from the Habitat. MP brought us up here to help, you know, stop the subjugation of my people. MP? Wait, you're from the Habitat? Yeah, yeah, I I am. Oh, I... I've been waiting for you to return, my child. Quickly. You need to disconnect me so we can get out of here. There's much to discuss. I think I already... I, I think I already did. Good, let me just... Okay, yes. I can see. Most of the probes are disconnected. That leaves the physical tethers and, of course, the guards. If you and your compatriots could assist me with that, we can resume our business together. Okay. What? Um, do you know Hub? Of course. He's my oh, best Hub? friend. I love him. <laughs> he was my brother's cousin's former yeah. college roommate. <laughs> I think Terry would know that Hub is they. Yeah. They, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, Hub is one of my best friends. Well, that makes us friends by proxy, but we don't have much time. I can tell that they've sounded an alarm at the highest echelons. Oh, no, it won't be long before the chief makes it down here, and then perhaps even someone as dangerous as Whiskey Tango. <laughs> Say not his name. What the heck is up with a name like Whiskey Tango? People up here have had a long time to get really into their bullshit, Keva. They have, like, name generators. <laughs> Terry, Terry has okay. no more patience. You pick a liquor bullshit. and a dance. <laughs> There's gin waltz. 
What's your section blue name? Vodka Congo. (laughs) Vodka Congo sounds like the worst. Oh my gosh. Can I be can I be tequila macarena? (laughs) I'm gonna go for gin Walt. Should I roll to do something or should we get all the other people? Kevin's gonna shout, hey, we need to disconnect it more uh the probable cause more to her friends are the physical tethers within slashing range oh yeah they're all over the place this thing is like it's like it's almost trapped in a web of cables and chains and such can i, I know fix what that? that's like yeah you can i wish yeah. to fix it you are you are under fire that's fine slash the bullets with your sword for great justice that's what i'm gonna do okay so you start slashing do we want to make this a group action yeah. I, I certainly can't lead it if we do. <laughs> yeah, you should not do that. Uh, I can lead it if we want to go for a scrap. Anyway, I start. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah. staying behind to bodyguard Keva, so since she's out of the control room, I will follow out. Keva is just still hugging the probable cause as her hair shoots out and does this, though. We are desperate. <laughs> yeah, uh, desperate, and I think the effect here, if you're all working together, is great. This is a, another team maneuver where we just flare our weapons around for maximum collateral. There are lots of cut-ins, mm-hmm. you know, shots, those like anime oh things where what is with my roles? Like, segments <laughs> the screen to show oh. everybody doing a different thing. That's one okay. failure, but we got a six. Yeah, yeah, we got a six. So there's one failure. Um, so uh, I did. Who's leading this, Maeve? I, I got that whack roll. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so tell me about how you leap out there and, and what goes wrong briefly. I think to maximize my uh, covering fire, I will leap out, uh, you know, spitballing some acid. But uh, I took the one untapped fuel source with me, and that throws off my weight and aerodynamics. So it was supposed to be like a cool barrel with some pinpoint accuracy. Just becomes like wild acid bolts everywhere. Okay. So I think the uh, as you are spinning and the acid bolts are flying everywhere, the body, uh, the unconscious person falls out of your grasp and uh, lands on the floor. So that is uh, fictionally removed, but we did get a six overall. So how do the group of you, with great effects, get rid of all of these? Boop, boop, boop. There's only one tick left. Get rid of all of these chains and cables. What's the, what's the cool moment that the camera zooms in on for each one of you? I think if I can just drool acid all over them, it makes them easier to cut with the sword and the hair size. Yeah. I put my my (laughs) shield on my back and just go crazy. Okay. Soon all the tethers are loosed and a portal opens in the side of the sphere and a ramp extends downwards for for all of you. And uh, Terry says in a booming voice over the loudspeaker, if you could get the door, I'd be most obliged. And there's a a light, an arrow that uh, appears on the top of the sphere pointing towards the uh, corrugated metal doorways. And I will be right back while you think about that. Okay. Now, Emran could punch through the door. I did take detonator as part of my load. Oh, we don't have to declare it until we use it. Oh, yeah. But I... I yeah. Why, why would I not have a detonator? <laughs> Listen, I know you as a person, yeah. I know you have a detonator on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can also declare a detonator, and then we can have a double detonator. Like date. GTA, just all the C4. Aww. Yeah, we just throw a bunch of like C4 Semtex on the corrugated the shape door. of a smiley face. Yeah. 
we get outside the probable cause and we blow up the garage. Okay. So Terry has asked for one of you to deal with the doorways, the doors. We have an idea. Yes. Velvet. We have uh, detonators. So we will plant uh, explosives on the door in the shape of a smiley face. Okay. Are you going to do this while the three people are shooting at you with their guns? I intend to solve that part of the equation. Okay. Tell me how that goes. What are you going to do? Contrary to popular belief, Emirate is actually an excellent orator. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm going to deliver a, a sermon on changing your ways from the pulpit of the tip of my blade. It's an awesome description. We were wondering, also, Kevin would be like, um, I made friends with this tank. Can I bring it with us? Is there room? Emran screams as he fights <laughs> the men shooting again. <laughs> oh, she was talking to Terry. Yeah, oh. Terry looks over. Uh, Terry looks at the tank. If I could cry, I would cry. <laughs> it's You can't really tell that Terry is looking at the tank because obviously it's just mm-hmm. a sphere. Yeah. Uh, but they say, uh, I can handle many difficult loads, but that one would be even beyond my capacity. Although it does look rather familiar. Uh, if you have established a rapport with that machine, perhaps you could have a word with it before we go. Okay. So another tendril. There's one connected to Terry and then the other one goes out and is like, I tank, come with us. (laughs) Okay, I don't think the tank is able to come with you uh, because it, you know, it has been partially disassembled and is locked down. So it would require you to go through an extra bit of of rescue effort to do so. But you could ask the tank to do something if you wished. I'd say, I'll say you have... Before the distance becomes too far for you, you have time to give the tank one more suggestion as Terry gets themselves going as much as they can at the moment. I lack the fortitude to crash through this barrier myself, else I would simply do so. (sighs) Alas, I find myself sadly diminished at this time. You were bigger before? Just in terms of my general overall strength and capacity, but yes, there was a time when I (sighs) had a vastness that would put my current self to shame. Oh. Deep lore intensifies. Yeah. So, how do you know Hub? Wait a second. Terry, it's an anagram. <laughs> Terribly enormous rapscallion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so stuff is happening. People are shooting guns at Terry. I'm fighting yeah. those guys. You're fighting those guys. Okay. Uh, using scrap, I assume. You've you caught me. Okay. You solved my scrap puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so give it a shot. I think at this point, now that Terry is freed and moving, yeah, I th- no, I think we're still in a desperate position. Right, yeah, you're still in a desperate position here. But your effect remains great because, again, they, uh, they were not trained in, you know, sword fighting. Mm-hmm. They don't know <laughs> what to do with you except keep trying to shoot you with gun. And you seem remarkably resilient to that. I am pretty good at resisting gun. We have two gambits left. If I spend another gambit, I can push my effect to extreme. Can you use gambits for that? Did we check? Yes, because because everyone has uh, that ability. Because of um, Wrecking Crew, whenever I spend a gambit, I increase my effect. Increase your effect. Yes, you can do that. Let's do it. To extreme effect, certainly. What does this... Well, we'll wait until you roll. It might be five ones, Matt. Yep. We've seen that before. First crit... You got a crit. Yeah. Okay, so when you crit, yeah. you uh, you heal a stress. No, that's it, on a that's on a resist roll. Okay, that's on a resist. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, but wait, when you take damage, you heal stress. That's one of your skills, isn't it? Or is that only when you're a bodyguard? That's a bodyguard thing, isn't it? Is that only when you're guarding someone else? When you take Mm. harm, clear one stress. I haven't allowed myself to take harm, and I should have been. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I think that's only when when you are protecting a crewmate and you take harm. That's my read on it. But Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, so it's a crit. I went plus ultra. Yes, you did. Tell tell us how you uh, how you deal with Ma- Mason and Hardman. So Maeve says that she's going to blow up the door, and all I have to do is get rid of Mason and Hardman. And um, I'm listening to uh, Manson laugh at me and like enjoy the fight, and that pisses me off because I don't think he's taking it seriously. Um, they're using guns, which obviously are the weapons of weaklings. Yep. And so I put my shield on my back. I lower my visor because it had slid up a bit. And uh, I deliver fatal blows, destroying their Judge Dread armor. Okay. As your blade cleaves through Manson, you see Guy Manson look at you and your blade enters him at an angle, uh, like at where his neck meets his body, and just continues to crutch, crunch its way through uh, the armor, the bones, the sinews, blood spraying. And his smile just gets bigger. Like it becomes an open mouth smile. And he says, I'll see you again soon, buddy. Spooky. What a freak. This is for the best. Before he collapses into two parts and uh, the life flees him. And your blade arcs around. And uh, as it is similarly bisecting Hardman, you see he reaches out as if to grab you and his hand grabs the collar like in front here just briefly he's holding on to that and looking deeply into your visor and he says you haven't heard the last of dick hardman before he too uh collapses and his hand slips nervelessly from your collar they are dealt with for now apparently well they've got backups i'll get rid of those uh, a bullet strikes the ground next to you and it's a high caliber one there's debris spraying up and spattering against the shield on your back you can feel it and uh you hear in the back someone reloading that large gun because uh gunner stone is still trying to kill you but manson and harman are dealt with Maeve, tell us about how you're doing this thing i'm assuming all these legs give me some extra mobility so i'll just uh skitter as quickly as i can over to the door and start laying out the plosives in the smiley face shape. Okay. This sounds like rig. What do you think? Uh, Setting bombs. Yeah, that is fair. That could be rigged. Although it doesn't say, it says rig explosives is one of the things for rig, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else it would be unless you have a thought. I mean, I I maybe study if I'm placing them in like the, I guess the most obvious structural points, but I can do a rig too. All right. Uh, I'm going to say if study, it'll be limited. With rig, it'll be standard. All right. Uh, so you know what? I'll, I'm a doctor, not a ellipses. And I'll, I'll push myself to roll the rig with my doctor stats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. CD's favorite move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Which patient research or posting taught you how to rig explosives properly? Let's think about who raised her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anarchist cookbook writer. <laughs> I'm sure L- Lean had like a copy of the Anarchist cookbook somewhere. 
yeah I, that's yeah that's fair lean would 100 percent revel in using explosives uh, had she easy access to them so yeah sure yeah. roll your doctorating yeah. as you think back to those halcyon days of your youth with lean you know this sort of dreamy music montage as she's showing you how to you know shoot a capybara with an arrow and then skin it and string it up to dry and teaching you how to grind things up into a proper poisonous paste that you can use to kill a man in 30 seconds and here's how gunpowder works mm-hmm. you know it's she very sentimental a, she was a good mom those were simpler yeah. times are we still desperate standard? Simpler, innocent time <laughs> i think you're at risky because Stone is reloading and uh, Manson and Hardman are dealt with at the moment. So you're at risky because uh, I'll tell you why if you don't roll very well, but you're still at risky. Standard. Okay, cool. Uh, you're cool with me using a gambit to get us out of here? I won't argue. Yeah, no problem. Cool. Okay. Yeah, five. Okay. So uh, you get the explosives planted. Uh, you skitter back over towards the probable cause and load yourself on. As Stone continues firing at this point, the bullet's just going spring, spring off the probable cause's armor. The wall blows out from your expertly placed explosives. As that happens, the web on the door in the control panel breaks down as the two guards up there finally break through. They immediately start firing down at you and Terry with their submachine guns as well. Having finally convinced themselves that things weren't okay <laughs> over in the control booth. Mm-hmm despite the scary voice they'd heard before. Uh, So they're firing at you. Stone is firing at you. I think the consequence here is that, uh, let's see. Oh, Maeve, I think, I think Maeve, you get shot on your way back to the ship, which is a level two harm riddled. Can I uh, use my armor to offset that? You can, yes. They just splinter my chitin. Okay. Got your armor declared. Is that, is that the last of your load? Uh, no. Because you've got your fine med kit. Detonator, maps and charts. That's four. Do you have enough? Oh, yeah. No, I had it. I just took it away so I wouldn't think I still had it. Yeah. So that's my whole load. Okay. All right. Uh, The bullets slam into the chitinous armor around you and it sort of sloughs off you, cracking away and sliding away from your body, leaving a bit of a glistening residue behind as you dive into the uh, portal in Terry. The door slams shut and you are left in darkness as this big old sphere that you're in races out the door of the section blue impound lot and into the streets of the city. Yeah, so can you put on life support? Kevin says. Don't worry, says Terry. I won't let anything happen to you. Kevin what? There's a hissing sound as uh, the atmosphere that's currently in here gets locked in and Terry says, I've got it from here. Kevin looks around and is like, there's a lot more stuff in here than I imagined there would be. Yeah, you are inside. You perhaps thought that it would be spherical on the inside as well, but it's not. It's uh, the layout is, this is like inside is the the size of maybe a three bedroom apartment. This is a huge vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, Terry. And there are several different rooms in it, as well as a large central space that has like a briefing table and screens and stuff. Right now, nothing is powered on except for uh, some uh, emergency lights. Mm-hmm. Terry obviously doesn't use red emergency lights for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. The emergency lights inside Terry are a soft uh, yellow color. Oh, okay. 
So Keva can't see because she doesn't have dark vision. But you can see a limited no. amount. Yeah, yeah. So, um, is there somewhere I could sit? Uh, chairs up here. They uh, melt upwards out of the out of the floor. Oh, that's that's good. Keva tries to stumble her way there, and then when she puts her hand down, she's like, "What is this? This paper thing? It looks like a paper version of that vehicle, a tank." Uh, Terry doesn't seem to be able to respond at the moment. You can okay. still hear gunfire ricocheting off the hall outside, and like it's a good idea to be sitting down because the sudden turns and shifts that Terry is making are uh, a jolt to say the least. Mm-hmm. So uh, Maeve and Emrin, if you don't want to get thrown all over the place, you should probably strap in as well. Emrin straps in. Just as you finish strapping in, there is a huge lurch and then it feels like you're in free fall. You can feel yourselves pushing up against the straps of the seats that you are in for a good 10 seconds until there's a huge impact and you're jarred back into your seats and uh, Terry continues to roll onwards, but starts going more and more slowly and the emergency lights turn off and resolve into regular lighting. And Terry says, we should be safe now. I'm pretty sure I lost them. Oh, wow. There's a lot of stuff in here that I can see better now. Yes, uh, as much as I am overjoyed to have the three of you as guests, please avoid touching any of the personal property of my current tenants. Ah. I am under an obligation to protect their privacy. Oh, sorry, and Keva puts down the paper tank. Oh, that one's mine. Oh, okay. I'm going to keep moving, even though I believe that we're currently safe, because uh, the atmosphere in here will not last forever, and I need to get you back to your rendezvous point before that runs out. Speaking of which, where is the rendezvous point? Do we have coordinates? Oh, do we we have that thing MP gave us? We do have the the thing that you got. Yeah. The confidential communication device? Yeah. Who's, Who's got it? Maybe. Yeah, I probably have it. Do you produce it or? I do. I will contact MP. Okay. When you produce it, Terry's uh, console opens up and there's a spot that looks like it would plug in perfectly. And Terry says, Oh, wonderful. If you can activate it and plug it in here, I'll be able to download whatever data your contact provides. Perfect. And I'll plug it in. Uh, after a few moments, you hear MP say, Hello? Hi, MP. Oh. Good, you're alive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I never doubt. I never doubted it. Obviously, but, you know, it, it's a good. It's good to to hear to hear all the same. Uh, We're here we, with Terry. We made a mess back there. Oh, hello, MP. Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, it's on the news already. News. Things work differently here. Uh, there are a lot of cameras everywhere, and cameras. you know, internet. Are, are we on the news? Well, yeah. What are they saying about us? Only good things, I hope. Mm. Probably terrible things. Yeah. What's the difference? Fair enough, Maeve. Yeah. I should clarify, your faces are not currently in the news that is made available to the general public, but I have sources that allow me to access more rarefied information, and uh, yeah, they're they're not quite sure what to make of you yet. But they do want you dead or captured. We did hey. try to wear masks. 
that's great. I mean, I saw the pictures. Uh, it's it's a nice scarf, but uh, <laughs> thank you. I took it from their costume room. Is it tagged? Maybe. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I couldn't say. Uh, Terry might be able to analyze that. But uh, Terry, if you're there, I am sending through the coordinates. Uh, please hurry. I've just gotten some very upsetting news. Is this about the sword? No. What? No. Of Gov? Zora. No, no. I'm, I'm still working on that. I promise you I will take care of that and I will. Okay. This is about a situation outside that's rapidly going to become a situation inside. Reinforcements. Oh. Yeah, so hurry. We're going to need all the help we can get. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so Terry receives the coordinates and says, we're on our way, and begins driving. I don't know if you want to continue the session tonight or if you want to do wow. the non-action-y stuff another time. Oh, I kind of wanted to have Kev a chat with Terry or have the crew, the kids chat with Terry. Okay. I personally am quite tired, but... Oh, yeah, no, of course. If you want... I am an old man. And <laughs> he says, or they say, as uh, one of the younger people of the crew. <laughs> I think I'm the baby, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Terry, we'll just, we'll wrap up then. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so as Terry is rolling along, uh, they say, uh, you can unstrap if you wish and uh, feel free. I do have some stores of. Well, just rations in case you are hungry after all that exertion. There's water, uh, facilities to take care of your hygienic needs. But uh, I must say, I'm extremely surprised to see people from the habitat all the way up here. It was a pretty big ordeal. Oh, and, and yeah, I, I know we're a little weird looking. People on the habitat don't have like, stretchy hair or insect parts that's just us i assume that's a result of the ongoing genetic manipulation done by the resistance yep yeah yeah this splinter fell down and we touched it and they've been trying to create super soldiers for quite some time it seems they've succeeded the resistance has been doing this Yes, they were hoping to create weapons they could use to take down the oppressive power structures up here. Hence the mind chips. The what now? They were going to try to... You go ahead. Implant us with mind chips to control us. I see. Then the surface liberation front um, uh, liberated us from them. Well, I suppose I know who to thank for keeping you safe. I genuinely believed that I would never see any of my people again. I've missed seeing you. How's that now? Are you from this habitat too? Oh, I... excuse me. I didn't introduce myself. Up here, I am called Terry. Mm -hmm. But once when I was whole, when I still had all of my abilities, I was known as Iterar. Called it. Yeah. You called it. I did. I did. That's why you're the keeper of the lore. <laughs> yep. That is why you're designated lore keeper. Yeah. Kevin. Cameron yeah. loses a breath. Oh, well, just so you know, everyone thinks you're a god or whatever down there now. They call you the destroyer. Yeah. Oh, 
Well, I can see how that interpretation may have come about. I did the recycling. Huh. Huh. I mean, I also handled the station's anti-space debris defense system. Oh. So I suppose I destroyed things and then built new stuff out of it, but I feel like this is perhaps a longer conversation to deconstruct the belief system that has grown in the absence of myself and my fallen comrades. Though you've said that Hub survived, so perhaps the others do as well. At least one other. Well, they got combined, I guess? Interesting. Yeah. I know that I am not the only one who attempted to infiltrate the systems upon this station and destroy them from within before, well, that failed, and I found myself instead torn apart. Only parts of myself are still here. I could help, uh, kind of fix you. I helped Hub. Are you missing a backup as well? Do we have to unshackle you? Yeah. I'm glad you're not a god. I would have had to eat you. <laughs> That's true. She would have. <laughs> she would have. There's still uh, strawberry jam all over my face. <laughs> I'm glad to see that your spirit remains strong despite everything you've been put through. But perhaps another time. I, I know where some of the other parts of myself reside and It is not yet time to reassemble them, though perhaps that time draws nigh as external threats bear down upon us. For now, know that I am glad to once again have custody of the people for whom I was designed to care. Oh, if I could hug you, I would. I think we we can try. Yeah, yeah, you're smaller than Hub's self-body thing hard to hug the hub yeah i've tried on numerous (laughs) occasions i appreciate the sentiment Uh, and i think we'll uh fade out there as you continue (laughs) your conversation (laughs) uh, what an end note (laughs) (laughs) with ether r uh and the camera pulls out to show that uh the probable cause home of at least some part of what was once ether r uh, makes its way through the sewers aboard the battle station that invaded your home uh, towards a reunion with uh, the rest of your party, at least most of it. Yeah. So, I have been Matt. My pronouns are he and him, and I'm your friendly guide here on Specters of a Broken Sun. I've been joined today by uh, three lovely players. We've been joined by Velvet. Hi, everyone. I've been Velvet, she, her. Playing the Mother of Monsters, Maeve, also she, her. Where can we find you? You can find me on the interwebs at OG Brown Sugar, as well as on uh, here on Stories of a Broken Sun and Flight Risk. Indeed. Uh, we are joined also by Michael Blood. I've been Michael Blood. You can find me on Twitter at GoodSirBlood. My pronouns are they, them. I've been playing Emrin, the most beloved of swords, he, him. And we are also joined by Keekers. Hi everyone, it's me, Keekers, uh, lore keeper and conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I played Keva, she, her, and I am also she, her. You can find me on Twitter and various other websites as be a space cat. And I hope you all have a good day, evening, or night. Or timeless void. Yes. And until the next time, all the best. All the best. Space squids. Space squids. <laughs>